everyone. Welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for movie and television lovers. As always, please beware of spoilers. Otherwise, you may find out that holiday movies have formulas. What? <laughs> sure do. Uh, sure. I didn't know that. Uh, this week, we decided to play a little game that Sonia came up with. <laughs> um, and it is... Okay, so <laughs> it's not easy to explain. Each of us picked a like a Christmas like lifetime uh, movie, and that none of us had seen. And then we all watched three minutes of it, and then we <laughs> wrote, paused it, wrote down what we thought the plot points were going to be, mm-hmm. and then we watched the rest of it, and we saw how well we um, settled up. Mm-hmm. And it was quite a. A week of television. Oh boy! Oh boy! It was the 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 top of the mountain. It was the pits of despair. (laughs) It was a lot. We wallowed. There there were downs, and there were even deeper downs. (laughs) Deeper downs. (laughs) The road home down. Um, Uh, Before we begin, I would like to interject. Uh, For the last of each of my predictions, I did put something crazy that I really wanted to happen. What? And did it happen in either? In None either? of them. Oh, oh, for each yeah. of them. For each, for each. Yeah, I was like, and this is true. And mm-hmm. a falcon steals a woman's wig. <laughs> I <laughs> wish. That would <laughs> make them way better. That would have been much better in any one of these films. Um, okay, let's let's just get right off. Let's get let's right get in. into it. So let's do a Christmas catch. Mm. That, let's mm-hmm. start with them. So are we describing I think the actual happenings? Then uh, saying our predictions. Let's say let's say what happened in our first three minutes, and then what mm-hmm. we thought. Okay. Uh, so this was my pick, chosen purely by Netflix cover alone. Yeah, if I'm mm, not yeah. mistaken. Um, the first three minutes of this, we see. I don't remember anybody's name for the entirety of this episode. Mackenzie. But her name is Thank Mackenzie. You. Because Bennett. I just watched it today. <laughs> wow. wow, you guys! I actually watched all three today. Um, wow. What <laughs> is your brain that's leaking terrible. out of your ears? A little bit. It's fine. It was the best way for the keep. A, maybe that's why I can't remember anyone's name because mm. it's all blending into one. Yeah, all the names movie. are the same. Um, anyway, uh, Mac, as oh, she's called mm-hmm. throughout the film. Yeah, um, she uh, is. I don't know what you call this. It's not a. It's not a stakeout. Is it like a sting? undercover? Maybe. A sting kind yeah. of. She's dressed as an elf, assisting quote unquote uh, the sale of Christmas trees and keeping an eye on a man who is going to sell some counterfeit cash. She's, he's going to sell the cash. Yeah, which yeah. is the place where which you makes do that. Sense. Yeah, also, that's where you that's do what that. you do with it. Anyway, she's got a great man in a van in this movie. Mm-hmm. They got a great. They have man. a rapport. Yeah, they do actually. Yeah. Best yeah. chemistry maybe Probably. in any of these I movies. I think so. <laughs> um, and uh, they're trying in the first three minutes. They're trying to keep this gentleman around because he's going to split because she overhears him say he's going to leave because the person he's supposed to exchange this money with is not coming right. mm-hmm. or is late. Mm-hmm. And uh, then she has to attempt to flirt with him, and then I hit pause. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was yeah. about where I was, too. Yeah. Um, so my guess, I'm going to say, so I say mm-hmm. best friends and partners, like those two, mm-hmm. Mackenzie and that guy, mm-hmm. I believe that they go to her hometown undercover as husband and wife to catch a counterfeiter. Um, except that when they – and they go as friends and, like, colleagues. But then while they're there and they're posing as a husband and wife, they actually fall in love. Mm-hmm. And that's what I believed it was about. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. So okay. Much. I might have done this wrong. <laughs> I wrote down – I sort of just wrote down, like, specific things that I thought would happen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe I did it wrong then. Well, I think you did it probably the more complete way. Hmm. 
I, I did it the cheating way where you could get more points. Not that know. we're even doing points. <laughs> um, okay, so here are the things I guessed. I guessed that she was going to trip, break something, or screw something up at a crucial moment. Cause mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I guessed that she was going to bring uh, the love interest to Christmas dinner because they mentioned Christmas dinner in those first three minutes and how she's never brought a guy before. Mm-hmm. Right, they do. Um, I thought she would use her immense Christmas knowledge to solve the crime and save the day. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I'd just like to say to listeners, these are all better ideas than what happened in the action. <laughs> um, okay, I'm really mad that this did not happen. Um, someone is going to use uh, Santa's sleigh or sack full of goodies pun uh, mm. to talk about theft in some capacity. Okay. Mm, okay. Because she's a cop. Did we say yeah, that? She's a cop, okay. yeah. Um, she's a detective. I detective. said she's going to have some kind of makeover or glow up uh, where mm-hmm. the other cops will be shocked by her appearance. Okay. Uh, probably in montage, yeah. montage yep. form. Um, I said someone was going to give her, I said the love interest was going to give her diamond jewelry at the end because it focuses on a diamond heist. Well, mm. maybe. Uh, I said there would be a snowball fight. Oh. That did not happen. Oh, man. Um, this one, okay, I feel like I should explain why I guessed this, but I guess that the police chief or like her boss would be black and or a woman mm. because they like to soften yeah. all were, things to do with policing. And you were 52 percent right. I feel like I counts because I said and or. But the FBI agent was, was a, a black woman, woman of color. Yes. So. Yes. Um, okay. I'm really mad this one didn't happen. There will be a chase scene and some caroler, carolers will get knocked over. Oh. It was so close. It was very close. There was a Christmas chase scene, but yeah. there were no carolers. But instead she tackled him into a sack of toys. A sack of mm-hmm. toys, right. That was just so <laughs> that close. It was just, just a pallet of toys that happened to be in the alley that day. Yeah. And he says, Christmas. And yeah. he says, you broke my arm. And she's like, no, I didn't. And then later they're like, you broke the suspect's arm. <laughs> like, and, and, that's, and that's like a little joke. And that's it's my like, last guess. Wow. I said they're going to make light of something awful to do with policing like police brutality. Mm, wow. And they really go. made and a joke about him for breaking it. that man's arm. That's, wow. wow. Okay. Sonia, you had so the, I got, like, you had the sight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sylvia uh, Brown over here. Maybe we should have talked about this more because I did it Sean Way's, Sean's mm. way but Sonia's style. Mm. So uh, Classic. I like this better because it's not for points or anything. That's true. But if okay. it was, I would. Okay, win. a Christmas catch. Here's what here's what I wrote down. And keep in mind that my last my last thing is always the thing I just really wanted to have. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, she so first and foremost, I thought the gentleman that she was chasing down mm, was, was the main was the love interest. Was the man. Well, he so, was very handsome as well. I, but that sort of took me down a road that was ultimately incorrect. But um, she. Uh, she gets in with the guy and has to go undercover over Christmas to find the goods. So that was the meet mm. cute, I thought, and yeah. then we were going to go from there. Um, at some point, she crosses paths with her own family, and then they both get all swept up in it. And mm-hmm. he, she has to start taking him. Um, he's doing crime to save a sick family member. Mm. Uh, that was a good guess. Yeah. That is a good um, guess. And I then also he's that. able to turn everyone in and leave his life of crime which is how they're able to stay together at the end and then my big my big twister was that he was going to be the undercover FBI agent oh the whole time and then it was all going to be okay because they're they're both just part of the the same the, the law and order umbrella. system yeah. i also wondered that yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. But then after you meet the gentleman who catches her off of, like, who would get up on a stool in heels? It, As a man who's never worn any. No, the the meet, the meet cute that she has with the love interest. Mm-hmm. She goes to a singles dating night at her friend's coffee shop. Uh, mm-hmm. And then she decides to get onto a tall stool with high heels and put a star on top of a tree. 
And then she... To t- adjust a stove. To adjust it. She doesn't even put yeah. it on. Because she's obsessed with Christmas trees. She is. She has a vast knowledge of Christmas trees. She falls, twists her ankle on the stool, falls off, obviously. And then a stunning man just catches her, who was standing inches behind her. Yeah, like he would have... come from? I, I don't know. He but he, been, he, he did must catch have been her. much closer than we think. Yeah. But the real plot is that she... So she meets this man. They have a great meet cute. And then... Her boss, who's also her mom, yeah, which is not ethical, who's also obsessed with Christmas, they're all and is not a good cop. Te- they're all terrible cops, yeah. terrible, terrible cops. But I would say probably the best work life balance I've seen. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's, um, there's no, there's no work. I mean, there's no work. Also, also tactical overalls much. I loved it. What? I liked the tactical overalls. No detective is showing up to work in the most fashionable overalls I've ever seen in my life. Rude. But, but okay. uh, that's not going to... There's no There's no pockets. No. It, mm. You don't need that for tactics. And uh, then everyone was so horrified by her fashion the whole time. And I was like, she's very fashionable. <laughs> or like, Men do not or, care if you're like wearing flat fine. shoes. Yeah. No. It, just, it is not a hindrance in my nope. experience as there, someone who doesn't wear heels. No one would know. There was a montage of her friends giving her, what trying on clothes, but he, her friend was Zooming her. Like, he was at work, and he's like, no, yes, change that around or whatever. And then her friend just, like, changed her. Um, also, crazy. the things that she put on during that trying on montage were hilarious. Terrible. Terrible. Just normal clothes, a lot of them. The, the whole time I was like, any of these are fine. Yeah, like, it <laughs> a lot of them would have been just fine. Um, so... Then the main, an, a big FBI agent comes and she says, we are looking for this diamond reindeer, diamond encrusted reindeer. Yeah. Dumb, dumb, dumb. And just, can I just pause for one yeah. second? Were you guys picturing a really big reindeer? I was picturing huge. Me too, like a lawn ornament. No. Not like a little brooch. I did Why not. Did you think that? I don't know. Me neither. I was <laughs> just like, it's going to be big. I uh, have brain damage from all the food and <laughs> alcohol over the last several days. And so then she's like, oh, you already made a connection. Go on the date with him. Yeah. And you can, like, stake him out and see if he's... Because his wife you can is interrogate a, him about his ex-wife on yeah, the first his date. His ex-wife is a jewel thief or something. So they're like, I think he still got it. And then you know things ensue, blah blah blah. Um, and it is so when they hmm, wh- okay. What I found quite egregious about this film is how much they tried to make a comedian out of Mac. Yeah, when mm-hmm. she is not, she's clearly not. She is like like when right off the bat when she's going to go flirt, and she's like. Does a sexy strut and she's licking her lips. So bad at it. And Just, it was unbelievably rough. bad. It was so bad. It was so unfunny. Yeah. It was like a, a grade eight play. Mm. It was a grade eight or play. Or a Disney Channel show. Maybe. Yeah. It was like that caliber of it was, acting. It was hard to watch. Yeah. Oh, fair. <laughs> I feel she did get a bit better throughout the movie. Yeah. Like they, there was less of that intensely forced yes. over the top stuff, but still. Yeah, or Not like, great. Mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm peeking through the telescope at like him and the him in out of the shower or whatever, and then they're like Mac, and she's like, oh, I'm not doing anything. It was it was very yeah, like a Hannah Montana. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hannah Montana's a cop. <laughs> yeah, for some reason in this show. True, <laughs> I will say that of the three, this one I thought was, uh, maybe I'll say the words most entertaining. 
but that's just because they kept going in directions that I never really mm. anticipated. Um, and <laughs> what, 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 what was that, John? Um, no, I I was just thinking about things. Okay, keep okay. going. Well, but uh, the scene there's a particular scene where they're having a coffee date, mm. and apparently it's only been like 24 hours since the movie started, mm-hmm. which seems impossible to me, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, a safe cracker happens by. <laughs> yes. An old business acquaintance. Yes. And then they have this, like, very... Terse. The tone of that scene? Con- confrontational. Uh, and that guy was so sinister. <laughs> it was so intense. <laughs> like, I was he was like, so nerdy. Is he a cartoon character? Because I'm believing this. Like, I am just, like, he is evil. Yeah, he's he comes in and he's like... Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I know you from somewhere. And then, she, like, he tells him to leave. She aggressively tells him to leave. Yes. She's like, maybe you should back off, buddy. It was like, I was like, everyone cool it. Yeah, this was not de-escalation in action. No. And not to mention, like, I feel like they were in the writer's room, like, okay, we've got the good guys. And then we've got a guy, and we don't know whether or not he's good or bad. Mm. So let's make a really bad guy mm. come in. Yeah. And they succeeded. Again, I in the way right. a grade eight play would, yeah, <laughs> like, honestly, way too much, but also like kind of wow. Well, in the whole movie, she's like, Carson couldn't be a villain. He's hot and nice, <laughs> <laughs> which is like that's not how crime works. In fact, most villains, I would argue, are are hot, yeah, probably. Like, <laughs> And they're probably good at being charming. If Shadow and Bone has taught us anything, mm. it's that we can't trust those instincts. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, he hurt me. A, a part that really actually surprised me, like that uh-huh. I did not see coming, is when he reveals, he's like, Bethany is here. And the Bethany is revealed as the villain, his ex-wife. Yes. And it is the FBI agent yeah. that has been uh, mm. leading her this whole time. And I actually <laughs> gasped aloud because I, I did surprised. not expect that. I was also quite. I thought it was going to be her friend. Mm. That I was like, it's it, like it's you know her friend. Yeah, like her friend who helped her change and everything. You thought it was going to be her? <laughs> I did. Yeah. The, wow. Oh, like from the singles night? Yeah. Or the or the guy who owned the coffee shop? The girl. Oh. Yeah, because he's not, his wife. Not so. the guy from Gilmore Girls. But he did. <laughs> which guy? Yeah, from, he, which guy's from Gilmore Girls? Uh, her. her Friend or that owns a coffee shop is also from Gilmore. Oh, yeah, is he, he plays Michelle. He's oh, Michelle. I didn't know that. Yeah, as soon as I saw his name, his in the exact credits, same I was character. Like, I know that name because yeah. I've seen the Gilmore Girls credits. So like, many oh, times. he'll just be a sassy person that works in a yeah. bar, probably. Mm. And he was, but they don't acknowledge he's French in this version. There is some weird do. accent yeah. scene that I didn't really understand. It at didn't all. make any sense. No. Um, Carson was like, "Oh, I noticed a hint of an accent there," and then he was like evasive about it and tried to act like he didn't have an accent. I don't know why. It was I, so weird. I don't know why either. It no, was it was, so weird. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. That's spoiler weird. alert, it ends with her inviting him to Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But not before. So um, the villainess mm. uh, gets them, and then she says, I put the oh, yeah. diamond-crusted reindeer somewhere we'll never find it. Inside a Christmas bauble. From your dead mom. From your dead mom. Yeah. And so she breaks open this bauble and out comes a dollarama like encrusted reindeer. But are you, why are you, what is a bauble? What are you you know, uh, ornament, crystal ball, Christmas ball. (laughs) What do you call it? An ornament. How would this woman who's desperately, quickly looking for a place to stash a diamond encrusted brooch, how did she put it inside there? It looked like it twisted apart. 
It looked because she she got it out but by smashing smashed. it. Yes. Yeah, so I was like, how'd you get it in there in the first place? How did place? she build this by spec sort of ornament? I don't know. She must and have like removed a intricately placed ribbon cut. Yeah. And then put it back. I don't know. And yeah, for him to not notice that all of a sudden this bobble is extremely heavy because it's full of diamonds. <laughs> yeah, rattling around. Times yeah. as much, three times as I thought it was just going to be straight up on the tree. Mm. I really did. Once they started talking about it, I was like, it's on his Christmas tree. We all know it's on his Christmas tree. I, was, I was, did not see where that was going to come from. Mm. Again, I thought it was four feet tall. Yeah, same. <laughs> I thought it was in his storage unit. <laughs> Okay, okay. Okay, well, so that was a Christmas catch from 2018. What a catch. What a catch. Catch, um, catch and release. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of catch and release, maybe we should move on to a Christmas proposal. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, and this is from 2008. I, I would like to say that we I had one of my favorite interactions with you two about setting up which one to watch. Because Sean sent a search from Amazon with the Christmas proposal in it, and there were three different yeah. titles. <laughs> I think two of them were the same, but with different covers. No, I don't think I so. Don't, well, let one, me was from, anyway. one was from this year, one was from 2008, and another one was actually called Christmas Proposal. No, no A. Ah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, wild. It was. So, okay, so this was my choice. Yeah. And, oh, boy. A lady's choice. <laughs> um... It features Tom Arnold. Man, does it? <laughs> and he's really bad at it. But um, you have to read your you have to read your guess. Okay, no, but I'll say oh, the first three minutes. Okay, first. sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. So the, the first, first three minutes, um, honestly, what even happens? We see Tom Arnold. We see a man and a woman. The woman is his daughter, and they have to go to his hometown um, to try and convince people to sell them the rest of the land so that they can like develop the town to make yeah. a resort to make a resort yeah. yeah like some money-making venture he's a lawyer i swear that's all that happens it's so literally it was a rough one for guessing and, and it cuts into this big opening musical thing mm. that was terrible of mm-hmm. found footage and it like we lost 30 seconds of plot yeah. we lost it's a, just our three minutes really ate into that mm-hmm. yeah there was not a lot to go on based on yeah. the three minutes yeah. I think that was it, though, right? Yeah, there was yeah. that was Basically. that one was the toughest. For yeah. But okay, and oh. also this movie does not begin. Oh no! Like it just starts and just ends. Like there's no there's no time and, and space in this movie, and no. no people feel any way about it. No, like nobody seems to think that anything is passing. That any, I don't know. It, it's tough. It's crazy. Now another thing is, did you guys read the descriptions? Not no, really. I didn't. Oh, I did. I okay. assumed we were. Oh, mm. God, so that may have given me a leg up. Okay. Because with this one, I it's don't not, know what you would have It's not guessed. a contest. Son. I can't help this. <laughs> <laughs> I have an illness. Um, okay. So, um, my guesses were that he wasn't going to file the paperwork before Christmas like he had to. Mm-hmm. That was the whole thing in right. the first few minutes. was, was like, you have to deal. file by Christmas Day. Um, Even though, why? <laughs> oh, He's also dating Tom Arnold's daughter. That's yeah. the woman in the beginning. And he tells Tom Arnold that he's going to propose to her. Right. Mm-hmm. Which said, seems to be a duty of his job. Yeah. It's like uh, it the lines are blurry. Yeah. yeah. It does seem to be. Um, but I said he's not going to propose to this girl. He's going to propose to the, the to actual love interest yeah. who's not awful. Um, I also said he's going to uh, lose or quit his job. Mm-hmm. So yeah. far, these Classic. are all coming. All right. All right. Yeah, 100%. Um, I said, okay, now this one, I don't know. If this counts. I said there will be at least three instances of childish bickering between the two love interests. <laughs> I mean, well, definitely. But and I'm like, between, I feel like that's a gimme. And between the future love interests Honestly, as well. Yes. 
That's what I meant. Oh, okay. I meant like the actual love. Oh, interest. yeah. Um, I said that she would be like kind of a bleeding heart, like softy type. Mm-hmm. Um, and that she had probably had her heart broken and was like, you know, staying single forever because of it. Yeah. Um, I said, this one didn't really come true. He's going to help save the town and make a speech about the meaning of Christmas while he does it. Oh. So he did help save the town. There was no There's speech. No it was speech. close though. He was like, it w- if it wasn't that phone call, it would have been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, I guessed a snowball fight. Mm. It didn't you happen. You really keep trying to Well, there was a <laughs> I didn't know in the first three minutes that there was this whole thing that there hadn't There's been literally snow, no snow yeah. in, in a town. long time. Because if there yeah. had been, then I would have guessed it that it would snow after yeah, a long time, which did happen. Yeah. Um, I said the town will have a winter carnival. That did happen. Um, and then this one, oh, you guys, it was so close. So the lawyer girlfriend from the beginning, I said that when they actually get together at the end, she would go like... Daddy, because she was like oh, you yeah. know, real whiny, but uh, she actually just did like a silent storm she, off. But it was so I I was like ready for it to happen, and then she just didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, that that was as close. She was, was so crying close. on his couch. So close. Folded up crying. So that was it. Folded Those up were crying. Those my guesses. Um, okay, here's what I got. Uh, I maybe went too general with this one because mm. I got a lot of hits, but yeah. there are some misses here. So dude goes home to see, settle the deal, but his old flame is the counter person. Obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, eventually he learns that the town is being taken advantage of, and ultimately decides to help them. Obviously, uh-huh. mm-hmm. current girl gets ditched, but she meets some beefcake. <laughs> That's oh, what I put. Yeah. just Tom Arnold. Yeah, nope, just Tom Arnold. Right back to beefcake uh, or Tom. <laughs> oh, oh God! And then I was actually almost certain that this was going to happen. Um, and that was that I just put Tom Arnold gets gunned down by the sheriff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why? Because I just pictured like a thing where they caught him and like, oh, we got to catch him. And he's like running through the mm. snow and like not murdered, just shot so they can apprehend him. Wow. If you right. had, yeah. Unfortunately, Tom Arnold is in it for 30 seconds yeah. and he was filmed all in the same day. <laughs> well, put, and always on the phone. And always just in my, it. My next two notes are Tom Arnold was on set for one day. Yeah. yeah. Period. Correct. And then did you guys like... Budget Patrick Dempsey. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. Totally. Yeah, like I like he's doing the best. His face, his hair, all of it. And yeah. I was just, I was blown away the whole time. Big yeah. Dempsey. Yeah, Dempsey. Anyway, Dempsey Dempsey like a truck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. So mine, uh, actually, mine was quite broad as well. Mm-hmm. And so it was. He goes to his hometown to close the deal over Christmas and propose to his girlfriend. Um, he meets an old flame, and they hit it back off again. The deal falls through with the girlfriend. She leaves him, but he still makes his Christmas proposal. So obviously that was right, but yeah, very broad. Mm-hmm. I also didn't – I didn't think of the friends helping because that was very over. I could have definitely done without the friends helping. <laughs> <laughs> Those friends were so weird. So strange. The pregnant Everyone girl was, was so weird. So weird. Yeah. I was like, this woman is off her rocker. I don't know what it is. Her like – Hair was flipped out twice as large as her head, and she was always gnawing on a candy cane and just, like, kind of supporting her back because she's pregnant. Yeah. And that's her character. And the worst pregnant belly. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. like, just, like, like, a torpedo under a, a shirt. Balloon. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, just full mobility. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to gently get out of this chair and then just full stride. And then sprint walk. across the room. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. I didn't think of that. <laughs> so true. The acting overall was mm-hmm. just... I, w- I will also say that there was something, like, wrong 
with a few parts of the video and yes. sound. Yes. Like literal glitches and errors yeah. in this. Yes. I and think you're right. Like, I think that, I think something must have gone. Like, I believe that there was. They had to stop filming or something Probably. and redo a bunch of scenes or something because it was really bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, so the hometown that they go to is called Fillmore, Saskatchewan, which, oh, yeah. and I'm from Fillmore, Saskatchewan. Oh, so I, I was like, it me. Hilarious. Um, and what the um, someone I want to talk about is Lisa. Yeah. The the new love interest they used to date when they were in like high school. Actually, no, in law school. Mm-hmm. And then when they finished law school, he wanted to leave to the big city, and she wanted to stay in her small town. And they broke up. And he just left. And he left, which is... He sent a note. <laughs> yeah, that's what? fine. That's fair. What? Well, I've, I've, I don't remember where we, where we fall on that, but I was like, he's allowed to leave after law school, but maybe if it was a bad breakup. I forget. Mm. I think he like b- didn't really break up with her. And then, I think he like left her a note and peaced out. And then oh. it kind of seemed like... like he made it her fault? Yeah, he right? really, bl- he, yeah. You know, like, well, I was doing this, so you could have come with me. Oh, I guess I never thought of it that way. Like, it was just crazy. Yeah, their interactions were very weird. I felt so them weird. more of a brother-sister vibe. Yes. There was also, um, like, a generation age She situation. seemed older. She did seem easily 10 years older. Yes. And I will say, I'm not saying this lightly, one of the worst collection of outfits oh, I have ever seen. My God. And not only, like, I know it's a Hallmark movie. I know it was 2008. I do not care. It was outrageous. Unacceptable. Something was, something was wrong. Something, something was, was wrong. Was going we need to wrong. do an investigative podcast right. about it. They were like, hey, what are your newest clothes you have at home? And that's what she brought to it set. It does not matter if they match. No. That's what, ever, that's what everyone brought to there set. There was, like, a just uh, sometimes just a little cap sleeve like you know with the elastic like so high up with a teeny bow or like the cap oh, sleeves were triggering for me was, personally it was bonkers it was crazy and i don't know anything about fashion no um i would love to interview this actress same. and just be like tell me what was going on on set in your mind in your personal life maybe mm-hmm. something was happening that showed itself in the clothing and the choices. And the energy. The energy. Mm-hmm. Or lack thereof. Yes. Yeah, because there's also a part where there's sort of a rousing town meeting, which was bit like a Parks and Rec skit. It was, you know, people like standing up from the back to like yell out a thing and then... She'd be like, well, old man Jenkins, like, this. what about the pharmacy you own? Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. Um, she, when Patrick Dempsey, budget Patrick Dempsey says, like, hey, what about when you have a real medical problem <laughs> and you have to drive very far away? And then she's like, she immediately, like, <laughs> cows, she's just like... It- well, that'll never happen. I don't know. Like, she has no. It was absurd. She has no points to back up anything she's she, saying. She lost that argument so badly, so swiftly and, and handily. Yes. <laughs> like even you know, like when Tom Arnold explains his plans for the town, I'm like, that's a little crazy, but that makes sense. Like, like it just seems like a a logical fix. Yes, it's a very corporate, like sellouty mm. situation, but I mean. He's correct in that, like, all of these people would be financially secure mm. and that there would be snow there 365. Yeah. Um, the, but- yeah, the thing is, so there's, like, a ski lodge that is in the town now, but there's no snow. And mm-hmm. so he's like, 
um, pitching a spa that they could all work at that wouldn't need snow. And everyone is, especially Lisa, is like acting like he's going to come in and kill all of their firstborn. (laughs) And she is furious about bringing in more business to their town. But they were committing fraud, right? That no, they they were benefiting more than they had let on. I don't oh. even think yeah. that they were committing they were, fraud. They did they did nothing legal. So the what they nothing ultimately legal. did, which they did not tell Budget Patrick Dempsey, which is why he was upset, mm. is they bought other patches of land so that they bought them super cheap, and then now they have to like buy them back from this other company they own at a super inflated rate. Oh, right. So how that, is that not money laundering? How would that be money laundering? I don't know. I don't really understand okay. what money laundering is. I don't know. But when BPD found out, he was I, And he I was, was like, BPD. I didn't think that was yeah. a huge for the first time, deal. For but. the first time in the entire film, his eyebrows slightly raised. Yeah. Yeah. But. That was as much as we got from him. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what? Uh, okay. So another part of the plot is that their car. Ooh, hold up. <laughs> Let me just check this out. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, never mind. We have to, we'll we have resume. to give it. We'll we resume. have to resume. Um, so we're going to hear a little more from our sponsors. And we'll be right back on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio, tuned into, into the community. And we're back on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Um, we're going to get back to the big game, but first we're going to play a little game, lovingly called The Game. It's game time, people. What? For those... Reindeer hooves. I don't know. Click, clack. Click, clack, Jingle, jangle. For those who don't know, if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend literally 17 seconds this week looking for a title related to our topic. I tell these two the title. (laughs) Yeah. I was just reading a thing. Uh, (laughs) I tell these two the title. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about. And we all have a great time. Are you guys ready to play the game? We're ready. Yeah. This week's title is Sugar Plum Twist. That title again, Sugar Plum Twist. If anyone gets this right, two points. Okay. Two points for a right guess here. That is really fun. <laughs> I'm really happy that we didn't hear the title ahead of time and we got our live reaction on the radio. You are both going to be so sad okay. when you hear what this is. Okay, I think that this is about um, a pair of swing dancers. Mm. And they're competing in uh, this Christmas uh, competition called the Sugar Plum Twist. (laughs) (laughs) That features a twisting competition. And it's, like, timed. So it's, like, whoever can twist the longest. Mm. Like, they shoot horses, don't they? (laughs) 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 But Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, exactly like that. Okay. And then, so, and the partners, um, there's some kind of conflict. They've had some kind of conflict. Oh, no, I know. They haven't danced together in, like, 10 years. Mm. And they have to get back together for some reason to do this competition so they can raise money, probably for one of their ailing parents because someone's parent is always dying or dead. Um, And then, of course, they fall in love through the course of that. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Um, Okay, so I believe it is about a small-town ice cream shop that a local... Um, sexy young woman owns, but she doesn't. She doesn't have time for love. Mm-hmm. She pours herself into her work. Um, She's probably wearing glasses. 
Oh, yeah, she's definitely wearing glasses. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said weighing, and I was like, what does that Why would mean? you do it? Um, and anyway, but she enters this competition that if you submit uh, your, like, signature flavor and if it wins the contest you get like a lot of money it could save her ice cream shop mm. but also there is a big corporate oh, ice cream yeah. store also entering the competition and they have many many flavors that they're pumping through and she's very nervous and she meets the the owner of it or the owner's son and he's also young and handsome but she's like i can't get into this because we're enemies because i need this flavor to win and then together they Developed the flavor of sugar plum twist. Amazing! That is a winning flavor, and she wins, and she saves the shop. Wow! Incredible! No, um, I'm sad and happy to say that you guys are in no close. You're not. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are in no way, shape, or form close to the correct answer. Damn. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. But Wikipedia does not put a lot of Hallmark things oh, about movies. I could only on. find it on IMDb. They were like, Wikipedia says no. Yeah, they're, not they're for just us. not interested. So yeah. We will not dignify this <laughs> genre. Anyway, I will now read the entire description from IMDb mm. for Sugar Plum Twist. <laughs> Do the twist. <laughs> After failing to get the coveted role of the Sugar Plum Fairy in this year's production of The Nutcracker, mm-hmm. Viviana Serrano joins forces with Natalia... To create a, a, repri- a surprise reprise <laughs> of, of the dance of the sugar plum fairy with a Latin twist. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Caliente. That's okay. it. You guys, thank you for playing the game. Wait, is Vanessa Wait. Hudgens in it? Stand by. It sounds like it would be her. Just that, the name. Serrano. Negative. Okay. Wow. Swing and a miss. Mm-hmm. I'm surp- I'm honestly surprised that the title wasn't more of like, you know, more like racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they rated in pretty good there. Yeah, but uh, like I think they've I think in in, a, in the last couple years they've like made an effort to make at least some slightly more diverse like sugar plum like empanada or something. Or yeah. Like, oh my god. Um, <laughs> that's true. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just saying that's <laughs> it's true. It's You're right. True. You're right. Um, okay. So let's move on to our very last film, mm-hmm. which... Oh, boy, I love it. Which I believe was the best of the three. Really? I agree. For real? It was the most entertaining. For sure. Of the three, of the three, I'm, I'm this a big caveat. Is that because of the music? I was going to say, <laughs> no, the is music it because of Cassie? <laughs> yeah, Cassie. Oh, my God. Okay. So so for this one, our first three minutes, we wa- we walk in, we are... On Bourbon Street in New Orleans. <laughs> Why are you That's the first thing we see. We've got, um, there is like music, like jazzy music playing, and we see a man with a little hat, like a little pork pie, like I'm a musician hat, yeah. sprinting down the street. He's late for something. And he, and the credits are rolling. We, then he arrives at a club as the owner is like, Where are you? You're so late. Mm-hmm. You're going on any minute and then we meet his partner and she's like don't screw this up for me um it's a big night and then they hit the stage and then that's basically the three minutes yeah right yeah Yeah. do they start playing or anything i can't even remember in the three Mm, i think they're like about to okay 
I don't think we've learned that it's dueling pianos. <laughs> no. In the first three minutes. <laughs> we, we, did, we didn't at that point. Um, oh anyway, so my guess was two musicians have beautiful chemistry but drive each other crazy. And they have a falling out and disband after they really mess up at this thing that I thought they were going to perform at. Mm-hmm. I thought that they he would blow it and then they would disband mm. um and then and lose the like the the labels whatever attention so then one of them is forced to spend christmas with the other one's family for some reason and marie osmond is their mom <laughs> because oh with in the credits we see marie osmond yeah that's all it. we got so but, far yeah and oh they oh my god i just realized who sh- that that was her what <laughs> Notice in the, in the credits. Who else could play uh, Cassie? Cassie. Cassie. Okay, I was it's wondering Cassie. who she was. Um, and so they rediscover their love for, or they don't even rediscover. They discover that they are actually in love with each other. Create beautiful, beautiful music, and then they audition again. And this time they get it. Wow. wow. And get signed. That's what I my idea was. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So I also read the description of this one, which is two musicians embark on a road trip home for Christmas and discover they're meant for each other. So I knew something. Oh, okay. So my guess was that they're going to write a song together and or get a record deal in the end. Check. They did that. Mm-hmm. Um, my guess was that he would make some sacrifice to, like, get her seen by a talent scout or something in the third act. Oh, really close. Super I, close. I feel like half a point for the, like, bus ticket situation. He, like, helps her get home mm-hmm. uh, to see her sister's baby get born. Oh, this one I knew. I just knew in my bones. At some point on their trip, they'll get waylaid and have to share a room or a bed. Oh, yeah. 100%. I knew it. And that's, when it happened, I was like, heck That's yeah. on my list, too. Um, concert to save some part of Christmas. Again, so close because yeah, they was, did go to a children's Christmas yeah. concert. Uh, someone will have a dead parent. Check on that one. Mm-hmm. I could have done that for all of them, honestly. But Yeah. Who's dead? Uh, she, her dad. Yeah. Oh, dad's dead. Yeah. yeah. We named and him I after literally, dad. Oh, right. We named him after dad. I literally cheered when she said it. <laughs> and then I was oh like, I'm God. a bad person. <laughs> but I was just excited that I was right. <laughs> um, this is actually maybe the only one I got wrong, um, like fully wrong, is that I thought he would, would have been like jilted by an ex mm-hmm. and sort of be like mm-hmm. closed off emotionally for that reason and maybe hate Christmas. Mm-hmm. That was not true. That would have been some character development. Oh boy. What was his name? Wes? Was that yeah, Wes? Wes? He was yeah, wide Wes. open. He was. Um, I was like, oh, she's had some kind of like career disappointment or is like thinking of quitting music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this one, I freaked myself out. I was like, she has a sister. You have the sight. You I, have the sight. I kind of have the sight. I think just because I've consumed so much romance content in my life. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so she's like the screw up trying to be a musician, like kind of not fitting the feminine ideal. So there needs to be this like feminine counterpoint for her. I feel like that often and how else to make like her this. that? A sister. Massively pregnant. A massively pregnant <laughs> sister. We go. I will then, interject mm-hmm. that her husband is the creepiest George McFly character. I have. He does yeah. not have one line. No, he, he just kind terrifying. of skulks in at the end. I was going to say, like, I don't remember him let me, at all. Let me, let, allow me to play you a whole half sandwich with my hair <laughs> It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like around in the baby. Yeah. And then I said, at least one awkwardly placed sing-along. There were like 14. There was a million. <laughs> yeah. That's all there was, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. It was a, basically a jukebox musical. <laughs> so I cleaned <laughs> up on that one. You did. Wow. Um, I did okay. And I was very close. Mm. I did not read the description. But I still, mm. I was just 
Because, um, like, with Road Home, you knew it was going to be a, yeah. a drive. Um, the talent manager hires them, but only as a group. So they have to stay together. Mm. So they have to go on a short tour. So they're performing, mm. but it will take them close to the girl's family for Christmas is what I thought was going to happen. And then in brackets, the guy lost his family, has none, pretty close. Yeah. Um, hotel room with only one bed, mm. car breaks down, their love puts the show in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. They come up with a new show that allows their love to flow through. So, that is, wow. that is accurate. Uh, and then the I there are two things I have written down for this movie. My ulti, ultimate awesome guess, which I I thought I thought I had it. I was Marie Osmond is a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly was, like show show us evidence that she was real. <laughs> it, was so, <laughs> it was so close. Um, also, I would just like. The interactions with that woman's mother are crazy. Yes, I and, agree. And at one point, she says the line, I heard a doctor on TV say once and then spouted out some nonsense. Yeah. Weird platitude. And I lost my yeah, mind. Yeah, same. It was so funny. Yeah. That mom. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, yeah. So this one, there was a lot going on in this There was film. a lot. So much. Um, so let's just start right when we left off at Keys on Bourbon, uh, (laughs) which is the name of the club. Um, so are these songs, so they're dueling pianos. They're Mm -hmm. two grand pianos facing each other, except that when you zoom in, they're actually electric pianos. So I don't really know what's going on there. It's all one big facade. Yeah. Facade. 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 Um... (laughs) Um, and are the songs improvised or do they – because, mm. you know, like I thought they were kind of just riffing. feeding off each other, riffing. Which is what dueling pianos typically do. Yeah, have. right. But, but then there's a point where she's like, okay, you guys, we have one more song for you. Yeah. And then I was like, are all of these songs – I think they probably like come up with the – you're not going in because they split – so the whole thing is that there's two tip jars and one gets more tips than the other. But – they just split them, right? Because that's the smart thing to yeah. do. So then you could like pre-plan mm-hmm. some stuff, right? right yeah. So I think that's probably what was going on. Yeah. Um, because there's also like throughout the entire movie, they talk about how she is unable to deviate from a song and he's she's able to too, just... She's too professionally... Mm-hmm. She's too professionally trained. She, right. can't, she can't do it. She's a classically she's trained classic. pianist. He's good at improv. She has the better voice. Mm-hmm. Together, they make beautiful music. There we go. And, and how. And make an insane Christmas medley that the crowd goes up for. Yeah. Everyone loses it. I, I will say that throughout the entirety of this film, there is a, a whole lot more Jesus mm. than the other two. Which, I watched this one first, so I really Same. thought that it was going to be in all, but no. There, the Jesus vibes were there. Particularly for me in her outfit, where it was like she would be wearing a long button-up, he- and then a heavy sweater, and then like a blazer. Like she, yeah. she was dressed for church at any keeping moment, keeping it modest, keeping it very modest. <laughs> um, until until she got until in. they perform with Cassie. Oh, until they get with oh my god, Cassie. Um, Anyway, to continue on, eventually uh, she cannot fly home because it's too expensive, or he kind of convinces her to drive them. They lose a they lose a gig, right? 
And so so the, gov- then, the governor's whole family gets the ox flu. Yeah. Okay, I was like, is this COVID? It but is. it was in 2019. It is COVID. Definitely, there's no way. But, like, how did they know? But, but, like, we knew about COVID before we, like, left home, right? Left home? What? Left for home. <laughs> Why do you mean we what left for home? <laughs> like, COVID? Am I having a Who's we? <laughs> the world. What are you talking about? Like, COVID was a thing for a while, mm. and then it got serious, and mm. then a month after that, we all got sent home. Mm. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. We were so confused. Left for home. I don't know. Yeah, everyone I don't seems, think so. Everyone's getting the ox flu, and mm-hmm. it seems to be quite serious. Yeah. And everyone, but nobody, like, nobody's wearing a mask. So I, yeah, I guess I didn't quite know when it was filmed. But I, I assumed that there were some vibes in it. From mm. I, I, I think you're projecting. I wonder because it Maybe. seems very weird they would have that as a plot point. Like unless they knew mm-hmm. the pandemic was happening. I don't know why. That, huh. I don't see why that. Would mm-hmm. be. I there, feel like it's just a convenient. Like people got sick, couldn't do the party. There are a lot of movies that are coming out. I can't. I, I saw an example of this and I can't remember what it was. But um, there are movies that are like. Being viewable for the first time in 2021 that are saying that they came out in 2020. Mm. And a lot of people are wondering if they're going to have like a double Oscar situation or if they're going to count the two years because they don't know if they're going to have like a makeup thing or Uh. announce two best pictures because everything's just so jumbled up or whatever. Mm. But um, there are a lot of things that were like wholly complete that have had to wait. And then there were a lot of things that like parts got done. And then they had to – because this thing, like, there's so many phone conversations. There's so many conversations where it's, like, either a small group of people or people very far away. Like, yeah. And but I so thought it came out in 2019. Maybe. I don't know. That's the – But maybe it was – maybe maybe it was slated. It was 2019. Yeah, like, it was slated to come out in 2019, but it actually came out later. I don't uh, know. Uh, we anyway. got to get some researchers on this. Mm-hmm. Not us, of People? Course. No. Get on. Um, anyway – they drive for 15 hours, which takes them four days. They're the worst at well, driving. Well, they get, they get waylaid quite a few times. But, I know, but how could you even... How, I was like, uh, the first stretch, I'm like, they must be at least halfway there. Yeah, they drive all day. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's still halfway. This is going to get you halfway there. And then they're like, we're a quarter done our drive. And I'm like, how fast are How you fast going? are you driving? It's crazy. Yeah, true. I, I agree with that. Also, like, just, like, even how did they meet? Like, how did this band come to fruition? Mm. Because they both are like, wait, you live in that place, too? My family's from that place. And it's, like, the same place. Or, like, towns beside each other. So I am i don't really know how they formed with this band. Band. band? I call it a band. Two people. Duo. Maybe, yeah. Duo. They're no Simon and Garfunkel, that's for sure. But so yeah, so they like get stuck in this small town because they go see a Christmas concert. Oh my gosh! And park their car in a garage that closes at mm-hmm. eight. And then they um, have to share a bed in a hotel room. Well, at the concert, we meet the most aggressively southern woman I've ever heard <laughs> on film. She's like, so they see a boy going. He's about to perform in the play, and his mom's like. Y'all got to get in there and tell him about baby Jesus in the manger. <laughs> like, she's talking like that. Yeah. And nobody else in town talks like that. And she's like, y'all, I want to talk to there. You're like, hi there. Anyway, so then the kid goes on stage. There's a massive boombox on stage also. And when it's his time to sing, he presses play on this boombox. And then, oh, the CD skips. It's a Mean Girls moment. It's a Mean Girls moment. The child is close to tears. He can't sing his song. 
But what does Wes do? He sidles up to a he piano. He plays it live. He plays a piano. <laughs> he goes up to a piano right beside the stage. And he plays it live. Saves the day. Where was the music teacher is what I wanted to know. Uh, was, that should have been her up there. Where was any teachers? No one what, seemed to be helping this the, thing the happen. The craziest thing of this movie, and maybe the miracle, is that there's always just a piano. Yeah. Everywhere, everywhere. they go. And um, as we find out in the hotel room, which is a dump... Uh, in quotes, there's only one one bed. Mm-hmm. There's two Christmas trees in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? <laughs> How is that possible? And then, like, th- this one had a lot of really weird scenes where he, like, eats a glossette out of a drawer yeah. that he finds. Yeah. And, like, it adds nothing. No. Not a stitch. Every single one of these movies actually had moments like that. Yeah. I wonder if they just rolled the cameras and then got what they got. Just, like, just riff, baby. Yeah, because yeah, this just one actually did seem quite improvised some of the time. Some of their conversations where they're joking yeah. around with each other. Mm-hmm. I'm like, kill me, please. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Then the next night, he runs into an old bandmate, and they need a piano player for Cassie. For this pop star Cassie. Iconic. Who is played by Marie Osmond in a pile of hair. Yeah. Hashtag not a ghost. I like three bags of hair on her (laughs) head. She kind of looks like Elvira. Yeah. It's crazy. But with less boobs. Um, And who would you think her... her, uh, They're trying to make her like a Slain Dion or like Mm. a... A share, like they had her as everyone's like, oh my god, it's Cassie, but Cassie only seems to sing Christmas songs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I think that's probably all she does for, for the year. And like that was not a big venue. No, no, like that was two hundred people. Like that was not. That's a, not going to pay. That wasn't the stadium the that they were making it look like. Um, pay for that bus with yeah. their face on it. And <laughs> Cassie over overhears um, the the woman playing one of Cassie's songs. To her mom over Zoom, uh, whatever. And she's like, you should be my background singer. One of my background singers got the ox flu. Whoa. Coming back. And um, so she gets to sing with her. Um, And not before we see another Christmas tree backstage where no one can see it. Christmas trees everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. I should have counted them. I had my eye on them because I was like, no. Why is it back there? There's like stagehands walking around it. Uh, and then I think the next day is there where they run into what seems to be an avalanche of snow. Well, it's Winter Storm Megan. Right. <laughs> I love so hard. <laughs> um, also, I don't know if you guys picked up on this. A lot of them did it. Whenever it snowed, they just put a blue filter on yeah. a totally normal day, and then this horrible freeze. <laughs> yeah. snow. Oh, the fake yeah. snow is one of my favorite things. So bad. You're right. Um, and then they sleep in the car and like they have, it's a moment, like they interact and it's all good. Yeah. But they, they but they like take no precautions to stay warm whatsoever. Like it doesn't even seem to be an issue. That whole time I was like, what happens when you have to go to the bathroom? What are you going to do? What's <laughs> or, your plan here? Like, you are going to freeze to death. The, yeah. They just it's like, not, the car oh, was like not even I'm on. Just, I'm just going to do up my car to here yeah. <laughs> to keep warm. But luckily they were <sighs> saved by like four, like. Kathy Bates, like, nuns. carolers or something. Nuns. Singing nuns. Singing nuns. Yeah. Um, and, and then they perform for, like, six children. And then they get the the last on their leg on the trip. They get to a bus depot, but there's only one ticket. 
And she's like, well, you could go home to visit your dementia mother or I could go home to visit to visit my nephew that is just born. And I mean, it's an obvious it's an obvious pick. I guess I, I thought it, that he should have had it, but <laughs> I thought so, too. Oh, actually. I thought the other way around. Oh, the baby's not going to know. But then there's literally a line where she's like, the baby's not going to know if I'm there. And he's like, neither will my mom. <laughs> it was, was dark. Like, Don't say that. <laughs> like fair, but. Um, Dang. <laughs> But eventually, <laughs> then Cassie swings in with her tour bus like yep. an angel and gives him a ride home. Mm-hmm. And so they both get home at, uh, for Christmas. Um, and so when Wes goes to visit his mother in her... So there is three Christmas trees, <laughs> a fireplace, got runner garland, and a wreath in a dementia patient's hospital room. And a full grand piano. <laughs> Oh yeah! What is she staying? Where is she staying? Not in any real world American hospital. No, that's public. It was like it was the largest, most most ornate hospital room I've ever seen. It was. This was like a really wild movie for me. So much happened. It was crazy. And then they do the thing where he comes. Like they're always like. You know, we're running out of time. He does have this, like, he's considering going on tour mm, with right. his band, this sort of this subplot. But, I mean, like, you're musicians. That's what you would do for work. Like, why would you let that, like, the, at some point, it's very clear that they're both into having a relationship. Yeah. And neither of them are hiding. Like, there's none of that, no. you know, what's going on sort of stuff. But he has to, like, profess his love for her at the end at her sister's home. And then... It flash forward, flashes forward to a year later where they've, they're successful now. And then to the scariest scene we've all seen where they're all back at her sister's place a year later on Christmas morning in matching pajamas. Yeah, I laugh. Sharing turkey sandwiches for breakfast. Oh, gifts. You're right. The it's grabbing of turkey sandwiches. Because wasn't that thing where she said like – this is our Christmas tradition. Yes. It's like my mom makes these Christmas sandwiches. But it's just it like was, it was just yeah. wild. <laughs> there like, is a scene where the, the brother-in-law just grabs a wet yeah. turkey sandwich <laughs> off a plate and gives it right to someone. Was, <laughs> he, just, he sets it on brutal. the plate, which for some reason is worse. I'm like, you could have just waited. <laughs> like, she could have done it herself. It's so Like you just, it was wild to it me. It was. Anyway, I thought for sure though she would be pregnant in yeah. the, at the end of it. But mm. not yet. Um, yeah, we no. They're just playing. There also is a music a moment where we get to listen to her original music. Mm. He's like, "Is this you? It's so good. Oh, yeah. It's like the most royalty free like yeah. elevator music. Like, it's just a soft piano. And he's just like, "This is so good. I could never do that. He was blinded. I could never. He was definitely blinded by love. Yeah." Anyway, you guys, we got a bit of time. What have we learned? <laughs> what have we learned? I learned that, honestly, this game was fun. Yeah. It was And that yeah. now that I know what we should be um, guessing, <laughs> which instead of broad strokes, as I did, maybe more specifics. Um, but I had a great time doing that. And I think that if there's ever a very formulaic genre that pops up again, we should yeah, do Yeah, we should again. for sure do it again. Oh, yeah. I think it'd be great. Amazing. Uh, it I did enjoy, like, comparing them because trying to figure out which one was worse <laughs> was really a fun exercise. Well, yeah. for me, it was hands down. Proposal. The Easily, Christmas proposal. Yes, that was definitely the worst one. Um, 
but it barely uh, made narrative sense. <laughs> like they ran out of money. Something they, they got Tom Arnold. They they, oh. they shouldn't have. Yeah, well, you know, he's probably too expensive. Blew the budget, and that was all they had, right? I hope it was worth it. Spoiler alert: it was not. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> Would it, and they had the blooper reel at the end. Did oh, you guys God. watch the yeah. blooper reel? I I sort of did. I covered my eyes none because those, I was none experiencing of those were bloop, bloop, bloopers. Bloopers. <laughs> I was experiencing such severe secondhand embarrassment from that. Yeah, it, it was, was literally rough. just. I messed up my line. <laughs> Stop making me laugh. What is funny? Like what is funny? Uh, would you guys recommend any of these movies to anyone at any time for mm. any reason? I had a great time in the road home. Shut the front door. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I would. I would recommend it as a drinking game, maybe. Yeah, totally. Like, drinking. I think there are. I think. Christmas I think if you have a game. sip of nog anytime they mention the uh, the ox flu. Um, you see a Christmas tree, or there's a or, piano, there. or like, or, or if they mention Cassie's name, or, or a yeah, sweater. When, when you see a Christmas a tree, you you cannot be doing taking too big of drinks for those because the dementia hospital room alone will kill you. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, doggy. Well, I'd like to thank Saskatoon's The Garys for letting us use their their song Manitouna for our theme song. Thanks to everyone at CJTR and all of you for lending us your ears. The show is broadcast Wednesdays at 6, Fridays at 3? Is that what? Yeah, there's been a change. There's been a change. And is available as a podcast on the CJTR website, Spotify, and Apple Play. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, so give us a follow. And have a great night. Bye. See you. Bye. Merry Christmas. <laughs>